It's on. And we have another crisp opening two weeks in a row. Only one crispiness on one side. We had a land shark on the other from good old JC. We got the boys back two weeks in a row. We tried the Skype call because the phone call wouldn't work. And boy, howdy, was that scary. Because we had JC on for like two seconds. And then all of a sudden, he <laughs> dropped it. And I was like, oh, shit, here we go again. And then I called back in like five. And then he was back on. So we got a good old cheers for the podcast. But welcome back to another episode of The Covert Show. And as I take a look here, because we are somewhat, and by some, by. We, I mean kind of me, I'm trying to take a look to see who or what episode we are officially on. We're on 58, aren't we? I'm looking, yeah. I'm believing it's 58 because we did 50. It is 58. Welcome to number 58 of the Covert Show. There we go. So, you know, at some point this podcast is going to be getting done religiously that we're not going to have to open with, (laughs) holy crap, everybody's here. Yeah, because, I mean, we've been, we've been, Getting this going for, we've been doing a pretty good job of being back to consistent. And here's the one thing I will say. Our podcast is very interesting for doing stuff kind of down to a tradition. Because here's the fun part. So JC was in St. Louis, the last podcast that we did. For anybody who hasn't seen the last episode, we got a clip coming out that should be pretty good. It's about baseball. It's about opening day. Because MLB baseball is back. But when JC is away on a podcast, we typically just chill out and talk. When we're all back on the podcast, that's when we usually kind of do our, we play our video games and we're a little distracted. So for me, I've got the brand new MLB The Show 23. I'm trying to complete a couple of moments. JC's got the good old Madden 95 once again. And JC, what are your matchups for the night? Well, we've got, we're opening with Jets hosting the Bills because the Jets seem to be the team I play as on this podcast. Oh, you're just in time. That's a bomb and a touchdown. This game's about to be an 8-7 Jets lead. Well, But yeah, that's what we're doing. Nick you know, is... At uh, oh. some point, I'm going to get NHL. Uh, you know, I'm going to be able to have good enough reception in my room to, you know, play some NHL. But right now I'm chilling in the basement, which makes perfect <laughs> sense when you, if you don't think about it, but... There you go. And it's 8-7, to seven, so there you go. We'll, well update you on game two, because right now we seem to be going about two, maybe two-plus games for the old podcast. So We tend to get a lot done, because I'm currently trying to do, which I thought I had already done, the World Baseball Classic Showdown against Justin Verlander. I thought I had done the final boss battle. Apparently it didn't save it. So now I had to skip all the way through and I am now on 14 outs remaining. Still have not scored a run when I'm down 10 to nothing. So I might have to restart this whole thing while I'm on the podcast or just, you know, start a hitting streak here. So we'll keep you, keep you posted on that as I still have not gotten a hit. So it is tough because here, here's my thing. I love MLB the show. I love playing it. It severely frustrates me to the point of I sometimes want to throw my controller through my monitor just because losing online is never fun. Because it's like, if you're good at baseball... Oh, you're you... playing online? Oh, no, I'm playing a moment right now. I might hop on an online game. If you're playing online, dude, you're a brave soul. There's, there's oh, too yeah. many tryhards out there, man. He And, and that's the thing. Hey, we got on base. There was an error. We got on base. Let's go. But that's the thing. <laughs> MLB The Show has so many tryhards online, it's insane. It's, it's like, the same thing. you know. My oh. brother, we've talked about old RC. 
plays modern warfare, NFL, all that jazz. And yeah, yeah, you don't stand a chance unless you sit there and play it religiously. And even if you do play it religiously and have a job during the day, you yeah. still probably don't stand a chance. Well, and that's <laughs> that's the bad thing about the show too is you have to get through all these moments and you have to grind to build a team. And this year it's kind of different. So for anybody who hasn't done MLB the show here quick as I pull up a notepad. So now the new thing is you now have core players and you have like um, a pack one and like a pack two kind of deal. So like you're, if they are numbered in the top corner with like a blue mark on it, then you can only use those for like the first season. So like you can't use those throughout the lifetime of the game. Your core guys are who you can use for the lifetime of the game, which is one kind of crappy, but at the same time too, you can release so many different 99 cards and then people don't constantly have the same stack team. So unless you still have like a whole core lineup, which is typically what people are probably going to do, you can run through the game. Otherwise, you got to grind for all of these players and you still have to grind for the core guys, but I mean still it's it's tough, man. Like I don't I'm not able to grind as much as some of these other guys are, like the streamers and stuff. So my team is not as good at the moment. And plus, I just started. So so what's the highlight of your team? Uh, the highlight of my team is probably my couple of starting pitchers. I've got Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander on the mound to start out. And then I've got Derek Jeter because they put Jeter in the game. So I've got the 88 shortstop of Derek Jeter. So that's good for my defense. Otherwise, my team is not the greatest because, like I said, your boy just starting out. So he's I think I'm one and two online now. And that's also the bad thing is I'm not a very I'm a somewhat disciplined ball player when I'm in the box. And by somewhat, I mean, I'm not very disciplined at all. This game, my discipline goes out the window. Like I'm either so late on a fastball or I'm going to be swinging at everything because I'm expecting a fastball. So. Tough yeah. days in the city for you, my friend. Indeed, tough days. But, hey, we got another hit with Aaron Judge. So we've got an interesting episode for you guys because we tried to go through our whole entire – we crammed it down instead of a 45-minute <laughs> pregame, which we could finally do. We crammed it down for you, and we've got some interesting things to talk about. We'll keep them as simple as we can for some of the conversations because there's going to – there might be a touchy one here and there, depending on where you sit. Because if you sit on one side, you're going to be in defense of another person. If you sit on a certain other side, you're going to be in defense of another person, and it might not go heavily in your favor. So with that, we'll just discuss it at the moment. Because everybody has seen the women's national title. Everybody saw that Iowa held in for as long as they could. And I will say this, LSU is a different breed. They, with their head coach on the sidelines, I would be mortally terrified to play bad against this, against this team (laughs) or like on this team, because she will Mm -hmm. go up and down the court. She will be on your ass all the damn time, every which way, but here's where the conversation gets heated. So, well, there's two parts. There is two parts. I'm going to start with the first part. There's there's one main part and there's a B story. Yeah. I think I'm going to touch on the B one first. And if this is the correct B one, then I'm going to hit it to a T here. We'll just say that the officiating in that game was a little bit, um, (laughs) as, as the kids say nowadays, dog water. It was soft (laughs) for the couple of fouls that I watched. It was soft. 
when you have a coach that can stand on the floor, get in the face of an official, and get zero technical fouls, while on the other side, a player simply tosses the basketball and gets a technical, you tell me. Yeah. <clears throat> that was, and I was going to say, you know, this goes back to the South Carolina game. I don't know if you watched any of the South Carolina semifinal, but God, the officiating was horrible in both. Yeah, I mean, and here, I, thought, I you, you, <laughs> we've watched enough sports between the two of us. If there's officiating that's bad when your team loses and you're biased and you're mad your team lost. Oh yeah, this is bad. This is like this is genuinely terrible. <clears throat> and I can say two this rounds a- in a row. I can say this as a Husker fan without any bias here. It was bad. Like, right. when, you, when you can barely go up and, like, I, I mean, the contact fouls were probably very, very, very soft. You had, like JC well, said, you had the technical that should have been called that wasn't. You had the technical that was called that Tim really Mulkey shouldn't have been. should have had. Oh, yeah. Tim Mulkey could have had, like, three or four technical fouls without even trying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cause and she does this all the damn time. Moki is one of those coaches mm-hmm. where one, I'm 100% love her intensity. Like as a head coach, like I love to see it on the sidelines. Like yes, if you do something wrong, get in your face. Like I will not sugarcoat shit for you. I will be on your ass. Like everything like that. I 100% am here for it. I think that's how coaching should be. Because one, you're not to truly, an extent. Yeah, to an extent, you can't be abusing a player and like totally destroying their world and just sending them home crying and contemplating what the hell to do. But at the same time, it's like you're here to make your team better. And as her her job, she is here to win a national title. As Dansby Swanson just goes deep in this game to now put it as 10-4 with five outs remaining. But oh, she, yeah, 242 to go second quarter, 22-14, to 14, about to be 24-14. to 14. There we go. We're <clears throat> cooking with some peanut oil it, now. Keep it, keep it light, man. Two-point try is good. 24-14. J-E-T-S. Jets. 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 Jets, baby. We had back-to-back nukes. Perfect, perfect well, liners. Well, we found a new meme on this podcast, and that's shouting Jets, Jets, Jets every time I score. You got to love you being out and amazed by the ass-whoopings that happen. <laughs> I mean, he puts on some major ass-whoopings. It's... Major ass whooping for those of you who haven't seen How I Met Your Mother. That was a little joke from that. But like we were talking about, Mulkey is one of those people who, yes, she is a great coach, and she even talked about it before they went to the national titles. I'm probably going to lose this game. She goes, you see all the banners up there that said Final Four, Final Four, Final Four, no national title. Her goal when she got hired was win a national title. Which, if you're a good coach, it's always that there. is your goal. Yeah, it's you know your your fundamentals year one is to try to make your team if they're non playoff contender, make them a playoff contender, then get to the elite eight, then get to the final four, and then win it. Yeah. Or in her case, just skip all of that and go straight to winning. <laughs> you got to tip your cap to that. Oh Seriously. yeah. Well, and she's <laughs> That's impressive. And she's the first women's coach, and. You can quote me if I'm wrong if it's like coach in general in college, but to win as a player, assistant coach, and an, and a head coach. She's the first one to do that. So props to her on that. Mulkey and that LSU team, that is truly a dominant team. Like they won the whole they won the whole shebang outright. Like they were a good team. Here's where I draw the line. 
you can't be moving on the court all the time of just constantly almost standing on the, <laughs> on the three-point line in somebody's face the entire game, <laughs> running up and down Rob the court, complaining. While the action's going on. Exactly. And she runs up and down, complains all the time. Like, I mean, they're, you got to fight for your players. I get that. But she takes it to an extreme. I mean, this lady is nuts. And then... Here's the... Here's the epitome of the problem. Excuse me. When you have an official you're getting in the face of, and all they do is brush you back to your sideline with nothing, not a warning, nothing. Yeah. That's that's the epitome of the problem. You know, there's a lot of stuff. She was on the floor or whatever. But the worst part of the, on the technical foul side of it, is when she can get in the face of an official and the official's like, get back to your sideline. Oh, and just yeah. brushes her back, doesn't say anything, doesn't warn her, doesn't tear up. And on the other side, you hear from Lisa Bluter that she, the officials won't even have a conversation with her. Yeah. And, and you handcuff the coach because you're of your refusal to talk to him. There's only so much you can do. Yeah. And like I said, I, I get the competitiveness and everything like that, but at some point, where do we got to draw the line? And then it all falls down to, okay, where are we really going to draw the line when it comes to what's acceptable trash talk or not? And here's the other thing that I want to talk about with that is now. And for those of you that are getting all excited of a deep dive, don't because it's, it's, <laughs> we're not getting very deep on this one. It's not happening because we all know exactly where everybody's it's already thinking. Marred, yeah, I was going to say, it's already marred with controversy and everybody's already ironed it out on oh, this yeah. Wednesday. <laughs> and we don't we don't want to get canceled. We don't want to get hit with anything. Like, we're just here to talk. That's all we're going to do. So we're going to talk about it because we both set our stances on it. And I, I'll, say, I'll say part of mine here, it wasn't right. I get taunting in sports. I get the fact that you need to kind of be a dick on the court and on the field wherever you play like I get it you're competitive go for it at the end of the game when I'm gonna say it you only scored 12 points and the person you're taunting scored more than a football team did in an entire season (laughs) scored almost 200 points we're gonna bring that up at some point oh yeah i'm gonna bring it up because i ain't letting this sit loving to hate iowa football you couldn't contain yourself could you oh no i wasn't saying the to hate iowa football i'm just saying amazing that is an amazing stat when you think about it it is thoroughly impressive women's basketball player averages more in a season than your football team does I mean, what what are you supposed to do uh, with that? And especially when even before both final the final four of the championship game were done, she had 156 points throughout the entire tournament of March or like throughout the entire March Madness for women's. She was cooking with some freaking peanut oil and she wasn't stopping. She made a whole feast for everybody. And then to make it even better, she still dropped 31 in the national title game. And granted, I'll say this. She gives a lot of credit to her teammates. She gives a lot of credit to everybody else that's on the court. Wonderful for her. That's perfect. At the same time, though, her team needed to be able to step it up, and they just couldn't help her in that time of day. But when you don't score 
more than the person that you're trying to taunt, and she is probably the greatest player in basketball history, like statistics-wise, in a year. Mm-hmm. What? That just makes you look stupid. Like seriously, well, you're going up holding the I ring mean, and everything. They did that the round before, and I think people lost sight of the ring celebration. They did that the round before. Yeah. On the sideline, not directed at anybody at that one, but that, that was, you know, that one they already did. So, you know, you kind of go, okay, whatever. <laughs> but trying to emulate from like three rounds ago, cause that was Louisville. That wasn't even yeah. South Carolina. That was like literally two or three rounds earlier and trying to chase the person down to do it is a little dumb. Well, and Louisville even had a player. They did it to Texas going through the, um, going through the handshake line. Louisville had a player doing it, and she wasn't really doing yeah, much. They were they were probably all talking trash, and, like, from everything that I've seen, yeah. it was more so on, I believe, the Texas side of things is mm-hmm. from what I saw. Yeah, I was going to say, your beloved Texas team was uh, yeah. a little upset they lost. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, to be fair, yes, it was justifiable that they were upset. But at the same time, I'm uh, – I just don't get where at the end of the day, like if somebody beats you in a stage and you go off, like, yes, you can be fine about it. You can be mad, everything like that. But dude, you, you guys lost, like deal with it, take it and go. It's like, I've had a lot of tough losses. I've dealt with it. Like I've had a lot of bad moments in my sport career. I've dealt with it. And I can honestly say, and whoever doesn't believe me, that's fine. I really haven't said much of trash talk to like anybody, mostly because I can't. I can't trash talk to save my life, but it's like and Caitlin Clark was doing all of the John Cena can't see me. Caitlin Clark was doing the hyping up to the crowd and to her bench. It was not directed towards anybody. The only thing that it was directed right. to was when she said, shut up. You are losing by 12. When Louisville was talking some major shit, it was shut up. You are down by 12, which justifiably. So if you're going to be talking smack when you're down that much, don't even try, because you ain't going to get anywhere. So. There the, you go. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's <laughs> as far deep as we're going to dive, because if anybody has been on social media and been on probably it TikTok or Twitter, it's worse. of God is bad. Oh, oh my God. Twitter dude. was a cesspool oh. on Sunday. Yeah, there's... It was just it was bad. Yeah. It was one of the worst that I've seen in a while. Yeah. When the, you know, you boil down into the comment sections like three people and you're like, Yep, time to do something else. Oh yeah, because it got and TikTok was starting to get a little bit I wouldn't say edgy. Like it was already edgy to begin with. I would say that the few TikToks that I've seen and that I've personally put a like button on, they were not as Dark as some of the other stuff that's been going on with this whole thing. Like, it, it got bad. Like, yeah, yeah. Angel is facing a lot of hate from pretty much half the... Even the president of Barstool stepped in on this. And, like, he even released a TikTok on their podcast and basically said, yeah, that it, it's not right. And I will probably use a quote here that a lot of people would get upset about. But, I mean, I don't see what what they're going to get upset about. It was it was kind of classless. And that was the quote that he used. That's the quote that a lot of people are using. And it's just like, I, I agree with it and I don't. Like, it's definitely not classy to be doing that. Like, it's 
at the same time, there is a heat of the moment thing going on, but you have to be able to differentiate where your heat of the moment energy lies to be able to do the things that you have been been doing. Personally, so I don't think that's a heat you, of the moment. Let's go into a very shallow dive here. Very shallow. Because okay. you're a former athlete. You, we've talked about the fact you're a former athlete. If this is in your, you're on the team that lost. What, what do you, what do you, what's your feeling on what happens there? No, throw out the technicals that weren't called, the slanted call, but the whole taunting, you know, on the free throw line, and then when the game's over. I'm, I'm gonna be in defense for my player. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be sitting there saying that that was probably not the best move on Reese's part. I'm gonna be saying that. Caitlin outscored her, and Caitlin outscored pretty much anybody in the entire tournament. Maybe we didn't play as good to be able to get her that spot and to get us just into that national title content or like to be in that game as well as we should have been. Like I would mm-hmm. maybe own up to it, but at the same time, I'd I would try as hard as possible to just forget about it because at that time, it's more about the fact of you have such a camaraderie built around your team. And you have such a, it's kind of exactly what Caitlin said. She goes, that's, I really didn't pay much attention to it. This is what I wanted my legacy to be. And this is how I felt that I left it. Um, Right. And everything like that. I mean, at the end of the day, like, yeah, it's, it's tough to take that loss, but you're, you're going to take harder losses at times. And that's probably going to be the worst loss that you had in your college career. Obviously Mm -hmm. like, and not obviously to sound like an asshole, but just like, obviously (laughs) losing a national title is hard. Like it's, there's no beating around the bush. So, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. You heard it here first from a, from a former athlete, <clears throat> no less. Athlete. <laughs> Buxton hit right, the ball. Well, you know, Ugh, sorry. Oh, yeah. We're doing a score update. Well, I'm ha- I, yeah. I was going to say I <laughs> lost. And so now I had to restart Ooh. the entire showdown, which oh, is, dude. This this one isn't as extensive as some have been in the past, so I'm okay to restart this one. But fifty-eight to fourteen, three oh eight to go in the third. Holy shit! <laughs> and all this time we've been talking, it was twenty. It was twenty-four, <laughs> and now it's fifty. It was Holy twenty-four shit. to fourteen. Now it's fifty-eight to. 14. Good lord! Well, you know, it's it's a fun time. It's a good <sighs> time. The game. It's like. You know, I play the game to have fun. I don't play the game to, you know, you know, be like hyper good at it and go compete against people. Yeah. You know, maybe um, if there's like a bar that's got Madden 95, I could school up some people, but that would be I don't dope. think we're going to find very many of those. It'd be pretty fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be dope as hell. That's if the day I'm that. training for. If I'm going to be <laughs> drinking my ice cold land shark beer, and I'm going to be playing some 95 in a bar someday. Oh. Uh. Well, that's a pretty low bar I've set for myself. So, I, you know, for I those even call be judgmental. I wouldn't call it a low bar. I would say if you got a goal, I mean, it's probably a better goal than a lot of people have in in their life. And I well, would say that's just it's I, probably I, on the. I wouldn't even say it's a goal, but you know. Oh yeah. You know, it's one of those. If the moment ever arises, I should be good to go. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those hidden bucket list moments to where it's like, okay, yeah, this would be, this would be cool if it happened. Like, will it ever? Maybe not, right. but if it did, no. I'm good. I'm I'm set. <laughs> I I can play it after a few brewskis with the boys. Like, <laughs> oh, but otherwise, there you go. There's my uh, section <laughs> for the 
social media that you can roast me about. Oh, I don't think I'd roast you, you on said, that. Oh, you know. Well, fourth and ten for Buffalo already. So well, it's about to be. We're about to hand them a nice sixty burger before the third quarter's done. I, oh gosh, that is horrible. Poor Buffalo, they're just oh, getting there. Pretty, pretty dang good, dude. Well, I've never made the Jets look so good. We got to start posting these on our social media, dude. There we go. <laughs> the Jet. Oh, I should have tagged up, but Pete Alonzo has twenty six speed. Oh my lord, that ball's thrown away. Oh no, I'm gonna get thrown out. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh, get back. God. Wow, that was bad base Let's running on my part. Well, I have oh, five outs so remaining. Right five outs remaining in a runner on second. Court. Oh, is that a No, he dropped it. Oh, no. This is just horrible. Baseball is not my friend at the moment. We're at the bottom of the lineup here. The podcast when everybody's home is the touchdown Jets, by the way. Oh, Lord. (laughs) J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Ball inside. But, I mean, well, and that's the thing that we love about this is, like, we'll have our whole, like, I wouldn't say script because we never have a script. We're not that professionally prepared. Uh, we don't believe in scripts around here. No, we'll just have our. Everything is off the cuff and 66 to 14, by the way. Holy <laughs> crap. Well, I'm about to tag up here and hopefully, oh, my gosh, Seeger has 34 speed and he got thrown out. And now I have nobody. Oh, my oh. Lord. I've got two outs. Nobody on. I just need to score a run. Time to hit a nuke. Well, that just didn't do it. Brenton Doyle <laughs> did not help me at all. Byron Buxton, you are my only hope. I have one out. Let's see what this does here. That's a foul ball. I was late. But anyways, oh. as Swing we... and a foul. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> as we kind of... <laughs> move on here in the conversation we have a very special thing to talk about this week in full we have mlb baseball is officially back for its first full official week oh yeah and i think it is safe to say that there there's been a lot of action it's it's been crazy and hold on i gotta good night okay and as we as we go through here, the Cubs have been on a little bit of a skid, and by a little skid, I mean it's been a typical Chicago Cubs. Weren't you guys winning? I thought you guys won like two of the first three. Uh, we've won two of the first four. <laughs> we beat the Brewers in the first game. We lost three to one, and then this was the bad part. So Sunday rolls around, right? And so my buddy from Vegas, Dr. Jack, a.k.a. Kenny Wexler, he's a betting boy. He places sports bets all the time. And he <laughs> calls me at like 11 after I got back from the store. And he goes, all right, you're helping me. And I was like, what? And he goes, I'm picking my parlay. And I was like, oh, Lord. So oh, baby. So we – You're – this, this man trusts you with his Buxton? money. <laughs> Buxton? <gasps> and Buxton just hit a nuke, and we just won the moment with one out. Byron Buxton is my savior at the moment. This game. <laughs> you later, big fly. Let's go. Oh, baby. Oh, oh Lord. That's going to be. Got to hear it live. You love to hear it. I got to make that a moment as well because that'll be close to your, your moment on the <laughs> bar with ML or with Madden 95. But 
this was back where I was going here. I, I knew you were going to post something about it. Oh, we'll have multiple you clips. You couldn't just leave that one alone. Got it. There we go. 50, 40, 30, 20. Get wheels down to the five. Oh, boom. All the way. Oh, Come baby. on. Oh, tough road no. in JCville. Oh. Who do we who do we want here? We have oh my gosh, I've got three right. Well, we're gonna go with Freddie Freeman because I hit decent with Freddie Freeman. But anyways, yeah. so like Freeman. we were sorry, go for it. Oh, oh I heard a beep. I'm just making noises. Okay, because of what I'm. Doing. I heard a I heard a beep and I was like, oh no, we just lost him. That's about right. That sounds about right. But as I was saying, going to be keeping out our profanity. Cut down, Jed. J E T S. Jets. 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 Oh wow, we. I think it's found our greatest segments of our show is streaming Jets. It's seventy-two to fourteen, by the way, with thirteen seconds to go in the third. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, I'm expecting a hundo bomb. Two point try is not even close. Oh man. Oh. Boom. 72 to 14. We still got a full quarter to go. Oh. So, you <laughs> we got scores all over the board here. I mean, this is just nuts. <laughs> That's insane. So, back on the tangent here of where I was going, because I've got to make another recording clip here, is my camera's going to do its normal thing. And this is the one thing I don't like about my camera sometimes is it will stop itself at a 30-minute recording session. So I have to break it off into clips. And also my hat is bothering my head. Anyways, so here's... The struggle's real right now. It is, dude. It's a tough, it's a tough road to be a podcast host sometimes. So <laughs> Dr. Jack was wanting me to help him out with his parlays. And Byron Buxton just hit a solo shot to finish this moment. Nope, it was foul as hell. Wow, that was a freaking titanic blast. One one of these days I'll finish my story here. I got to take this pitch though first. Oh, that time Byron Buxton, that ball is gone now. On back-to-back pitches he goes 400 feet. Okay. One was fair, one was foul. That one was fair. Anyway. <laughs> what an what an absolute bomb. It was a nuke. So, now I will get to my story. Kenny wanted me to help him out with his parlays, right? So we're going through. He's got stats from last year pulled up. He's got pitching stats for everybody who's starting. We had a parlay going with the the Rays were one. The Braves were on one. Uh, the Orioles were on the money line. Uh, like He picked the Cubs to win because I said that it was going to be a 3-2 to two ball game with a Nico Horner <laughs> double in the second or in the seventh inning to give him the 3-2 win. Well, here's the deal, folks. None of these games were even close to winning him on the parlay because the Rays game didn't go over because I thought Tampa Bay was just going to storm over the Tigers. That didn't happen. The Braves were supposed to be in over. The Braves didn't even come close to winning the damn game. Let's see. What else? The Orioles didn't even win on the money line, and the only thing that could have maybe (laughs) saved him in the day was the Cubs going. The Cubs were winning 3-2, and I was like, we were sitting outside. I had some beverages going the whole game. Like we were just sitting outside <laughs> talking on the phone the whole morning and just watching the game. In the third inning, it was two to two, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. Like I'm going, I'm going. Fourth <laughs> inning rolls around. The Brewers score a run. I was like, shit. 
All right, well, and I think the over-under for that game, I think it was seven and a half. No, it was eight and a half. Yeah, it was either seven and a half or eight. So then, the sixth inning rolls around. And Milwaukee in the top of the six scores five runs. And then they get seven. And Kenny thought that that would have been a nine-run game as as it was. And he kept just screaming in my ear because I had my headphones in. He goes, <laughs> he goes, under, under. And I'm like, yeah, because I bet the under in the <laughs> game. I thought it was going to be better for the under. Nope, it was not. Because that game went over. It was nine to five at the final. Nico Horner did hit a double. It was just in the ninth inning. So Well, that's almost kind of being right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was just. We'll we'll put it to you this way, folks. It was not a good good day of betting for good old Kenny Wexler. So I was gonna say, notice how none of this involves any of your money. No. <laughs> no. My my only thing was gonna be is that if the Cubs won, I got part of a take in that because if they if I called it exactly how I called it, I would have took part of his money from him on that, just because it was a good call. But anyhow. <laughs> boy. He's got to help the he's got to help the guest picker. So anyhow, the Cubs end up losing nine to five. Then they go to then they go to Cincinnati, and we've talked about how bad the Reds are. Well, they drop the first game in Cincinnati seven to six. They come back and win the second game twelve to five. This other game against the Reds got postponed. So so far on the year, we're two and four, or two and three. Sorry, I can't math. And Milwaukee is now leading the National League Central with five wins. It's only the first it's the first friggin' week of the year, so everybody calm your pits there. The Pirates Hold are Hold on, if you want to hear something that's gonna make you wanna tell people to calm down, how about the old pirates whooping up on the Bosox, dude? Yeah. Let's go pirates, man. Pirates Ooh. are storming, taking a full three game yeah. sweep. So for those Pittsburgh fans out there, you're enjoy it. It's oh not yeah, gonna last. <laughs> it ain't gonna be there. <laughs> Cincinnati fans, you're sitting third in the NL Central. Don't get used to that either, Cubs fans. We might be used to our normal spots here within the top <laughs> top two or the bottom three. St. Louis is sitting at the dirty bottom there with two or with the two and four record. They're on a three game skid. The Blue Jays, however, what do we got for the good old? Toronto Jays. They're well, pounding you know, on the Royals time, at the moment. Well, here's what's happened. <laughs> you see, oh, sometimes boy. baseball is a game of patience, my friend. <laughs> so, every, you know, we talked about last week on the podcast, I went to the Cardinals-Blue Jays uh, opening weekend. Game one, Blue Jays win wild. All right? 10-9. Okay. Tremendous game. Couldn't ask for a better game. Game two. We lose four to one, get no hit to the sixth, but it's not as impressive as it sounds. The Cardinals walked 10 Blue Jays. Jeez. And you know how many runs we got out of that? Uh, one. None. Zero. Well, well, zero before that. Yeah, it was a four to one final. Zero. We got one late in the game. Zero. <laughs> that's, that's just a tough one to it's swallow the first there. time. It's the first time Toronto's lost a game while being walked ten or more times in a decade. How how do you even lose a game with a team with ten or more walks? And like I understand that ba- hitting a baseball um, is hard. Well, you see, here, 
you get no hit through six. <laughs> Facts. That's how you do it. Yeah. Also, it's 80 to 21. Oh, with my 156 Lord. to go on the game. Well, um, I'm, so, I'm, you know, that's a tough one. I was going to say, I'm back to so, the final boss that I got to go to here, and it's now a 10 to 10 game. I just need one run. So, so anyway, we go to Sunday. Chris Bassett makes his debut. We're in old 50. Him and Adam Wainwright hang out before the game. It's kind of a cool story. Not going to lie. Uh, however, when he gets in the game, he gets lit up like a Christmas tree uh, for three home runs and four runs in the first. Woof. <laughs> Uh, Blue Jays get three back, make a game of it for them, end up getting whomped nine to four. And the game was never close other than like the first three innings. Jeez. So the Cardinals, and this is how fun baseball is. So the Cardinals are two and one, Blue Jays are one and two. So over the last three now, the old Cardinals have gone Zippo over the last four. Or last three. Yeah, last three. I can't do math. Um, Nobody can. So on they're the now show. two and four. The Braves swept them. Here's what Toronto did. They're now three and three. Two and one in a four game series so far against Kansas City. It looked like crap in the opener and got whomped nine to five. We listened to the broadcast on the way back home from St. Louis, and here's how the the first three innings went. So, you know, Kansas City got swept by Minnesota over the weekend, right? That they did. So, the first first inning is literally, you'll hear a crunch of the bat. Hey, that guy got his first hit the Royals of the season. Next batter. Hey, that guy got his first hit of the season. Hey, that guy got his first double. Royals lead one nothing. Hey, that guy got a base hit. Two runs scored, three nothing. And every single one of them is like their first hit of the year. We get whomped, I think, 9-3, 9-5. Doesn't matter. It wasn't close. Rebounded last night to a win with Kikuchi, which I don't know how familiar you are with the old Blue Jays, but he was a terrain wreck last year. But for first time through the rotation, he might be the ace. That is until Alec Manoa takes the mound tonight and looks damn good doing it. Blue Jays win 3 nothing. Uh, Manoa gets the win. Romano gets the save. And I believe Guerrero went deep. There you uh, go. I didn't watch the game because blacked out because it's Kansas City. It um, oh, doesn't that matter sucks. if it's the Blue Jays playing Kansas City. Don't ask me why. Um, let's see here. Um, why does this not tell me anything? Oh, here we go. Guerrero hit a home run. In the eighth, Varsho hit a double. Blue Jays get her done. Beating Granky, interestingly enough. So, but Manoa, how about this line after a rough, like, four-inning outing in game one where he gave up, like, six runs? Seven innings, one hit, no runs, five strikeouts for old Manoa. Guerrero, three of four, a home run, an RBI, and two runs scored. Not too Blue shabby. Jays out hit the Royals. Blue Jays out hit the Royals ten two. There you go. So playing somebody like Granky, man, you, you know you're going to be a low scoring game, but getting it done back to five hundred. Baseball's a, a a game of patience. It is a game you know, of patience. First, I'm not going to lie that that Saturday game was irritating to watch, <laughs> oh. frustrating to watch. 
because you were gifted the game. Ten walks, man. You need like two hits and you're going to win the game. And, because they had it loaded twice, uh, one or two times, and they had runners in scoring position like every inning. Like you need just one or two good-timed hits and you win the first weekend series. Well, and see, that's that's the thing. Sometimes when the game is gifted to you that fast and it's just that it seems that easy, it's almost even harder to win the game. And it shouldn't be like that, but it all it I don't think I've ever seen a game where it's just like gifted to anybody and then they just have a total a total sweep through it. Like there's a meltdown somewhere and for some teams it's leaving runners on base. For some teams it's just trying to get through the whole the whole damn thing going just even scoring a run. Like I mean there there are times where it's hard. For one team in the MLB it isn't too hard. And for that team, it's the Tampa Bay Rays because they're swamping everybody. Only team left <laughs> unbeaten, and probably at the end of this podcast, they might not be. The only team left unbeaten. They actually are 6-0 now. Yeah. They end up beating the Nats 7-2, to and this is their win totals. Tigers 4-0. to nothing. Tigers 12-2. to 5-1 in the last game of the series. And then going to... Washington, six to two, ten to six, seven to two. So the Rays can score runs. That's that's something that's been known for the last couple of years is the Rays can just score runs regardless. Here's the thing though, and I absolutely will take away credit where credit's probably not due because they're in my division. Look who they're playing. Yeah. Detroit. You know, like, if Toronto had gone through and ripped off three wins against the Cardinals by those margins, I'd be like, okay, like, we're on to something here. Like, this team might be really good. That's Detroit. Yeah. And then Washington. Well, and it doesn't get any easier, or it doesn't get any harder yet for the Rays' schedule, because here's where we got going. The Rays are going to be at home at Tropicana versus Oakland, and then they've got Boston for a four-game series. So they may lose one there. Then they have so how Toronto. Many against Oakland? Three how many against, against Oakland. Oh, oh, so 88-28 with 35 seconds to go. Oh, man, he's not <laughs> going to break a hundo. What do I got to do here? I got to uh, take well, the lead before eight outs, so I think I can do that in this game. Hello? Um, oh, okay, I thought we dropped the call so, for yeah. a second. I was like, um, oh, no. So you've got Oakland for three and Boston for four, right? Yes. And then the Jays for so three. you're gonna go five and two, five and two for that. And then where's Toronto at? Uh, Toronto's at home in Toronto. Yeah, okay. You'll probably drop two of three there. If it's in Tampa, Blue Jays don't play well there. And then, so, but before that, you're gonna be five and two. You're gonna be off to a conceivable eleven and two start, which is very doable. Could they potentially get to a twelve and zero or a thirteen and zero? It is possible because. The Bow Sox are not as good this year. I still think Boston takes at least one. There's a chance. There's a very big chance that Boston could sneak one. Then here's the other but bad yeah, part. Look at the East, man. There's four teams already that are 500 and better. Yeah. Well, I was I was gonna even say this. the The bad part gets worse for the Jays or for the Rays because after Toronto, they go to Cincinnati to play a three game series. So there's probably three more wins. But yeah, let's let's take a look at the standings here because I mean it's like we said, it's insanely early. You're never going to be you're never going to be sitting at the same spot you are at the end of the season. For some of these leagues, you might be because for some of these leagues, 
hell, who knows? Or Cleveland could be sitting at the top. The Twins could be sitting at second, and then the White Sox because then it's the Tigers and the Royals. That could be just probably locked up now, and I think a lot of fans would be okay. Um, throwing it to so the every Nats. division's open other than the Central. That's going to finish the exact same way as it is right now. You heard it here first. Uh, that would rack be funny. Rack and baby. Cleveland is going to the playoffs. That would be funny, Congratulations, man. Congratulations, Guardians. You played seven games and you've clinched a playoff berth already. Oh, that would be hilarious. Right, who should game two be for the old New York Jets here? An 88-28 blistering win. Oh, let's... Who haven't you played yet? Wait, in 95, do they have the Oilers? Yeah. Do it. Houston Oilers face the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. I got Bo Bichette up in this showdown right now. Oh, let's go. Bo Bichette with the best flow in all of baseball. Well, he took a front door slider that was kind of nasty, so we're going to just, you know, ignore it for two seconds. And Bo Bichette lines out. Wow, that's tough. Dang it. (laughs) That's tough. I thought that was going to – I thought it could have been a bomb. I thought you were going to hit a finger with Bo Bichette while we're – while we're on the show. Well, now I got Cedric Mullins up. But as as the rest of the MLB kind of goes here, I'll pause it so I can read this off here. In the National League, we'll start there. Braves are at first in the National League East. They're 5-1, and one, and we'll just kind of read off the top ones here. Just We don't have to go through all of it because it's, like we said, it's not going to stay standing, and I don't even think the AL Central is going to stay standing as well. Brewers are first in the National League Central. They're at five and one. The Dodgers are four and two for the National League West. Going to the American League. How about the Diamondbacks? Three and three out of yeah, the gate. That's that's kind of an insane start for the Diamondbacks. Taking two away from the Dodgers. Two out of four. Eight to two on day one for the win. Ten to one on their second win of the weekend. And then here's also the thing. The the Diamondbacks probably have one of the fastest people in baseball now in the form of Good old Corbin Carroll, because the Dodgers were having trouble just keeping him even sticking close to the bag. Corbin Carroll stole two paces back-to-back where the catcher for the Dodgers didn't even get a freaking throw. Could barely even, like, think about even pump-faking this. Like, I mean, it was just Corbin Carroll was sitting on the base before you could even think about throwing it. So, Corbin Carroll is fast. He's a fun kid to watch. He flies around the bases. He really does. But... The Diamondbacks also got a win against, or they got one out of two against the Padres, so there's where their three and three comes in. They've got the Dodgers at home once again to start the middle of the week. Going to the American League side, we've talked about it. The Rays are 6-0 in the East, or 6-0 overall, um, and then they lead the American League East. The Guardians leave the top of the Central. They are at 5-2. and two. And how about this? And have clinched the playoff berth already. Yep. How about this for a top two teams? We got it tied in the American League West, and people don't hold your hats for the two worst teams in the West. Yeah, the Texas Rangers and the Angels are four and two, and they are sitting atop of the AL West for the first time in a hot minute for the Rangers, and probably for the first time in a screaming hot minute for the Angels. (laughs) I. It's not going to last. It's not going to last. Like, here's the comparison, and I know I'm biased for saying this, but it's like when Toronto started off two and, uh, or one and four, or whatever we did. One and three, I guess. It's way too early. Houston's oh, yeah. three and four, but okay. 
Seattle's two and five. Like, let's relax. We're six, seven, eight games into the year. It's, it's but you know, shout out to Texas. Maybe you'll maybe you'll actually be playing some relevant baseball for the first time in years. I mean, no. it would be kind of nice to see the American League West kind of take a little bit of a shakeup. Just because, you know, as long as Houston misses the playoffs, maybe like Oakland and Seattle make the playoffs. That's fine. I just don't like Texas. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't like Texas. It's it's a you hard. Know, a Blue Jays fan that doesn't like Texas. Imagine that. Get yeah, not just... Houston, just Texas. Yeah, because nobody. <laughs> and, and you know, it's funny for me because I can say you know, screw the Rangers because I don't want to be you Oof. know too rude on the podcast. Oof. Screw the Rangers, and it works for two of my sports teams. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It works for the Think works for the Devils, and the it works for Blue Jays. It's the old Texas Rangers, and for my Devils, who are going to play this team in the first round, it's the old New York Rangers. Yeah, well, and speaking we of that, last week, by the way, I was big gonna, dumb. I was going to say, speaking <laughs> of that, we can go right ahead into the NHL if you want, because I mean, we got some big playoff talks coming your way. Because the Minnesota Wild, <laughs> I did see they clinched, so they're or they at least got a playoff yeah, berth. If I'm up there with uh, when good old RC was up there to watch his Golden Knights beat them for the second time in three days. <laughs> yeah, so. And I'll so yeah yeah I'll let JC take over on this because I mean there is a lot of action going on with teams that have clinched so far for the the NHL playoffs. So yeah, here you go. We'll talk. We'll start in the West. Talk some the shot. East is interesting. Um, your team's got an outside chance, man. I know. They're right there. We'll get to the East. It's an exciting race in the East. So here's what's happened in the West. The following have clinched playoff berths, but no one's clinched any divisions yet in the West. So Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota, Vegas, Edmonton, and L.A., the L.A. Kings, that is, have all clinched. Vegas, Edmonton, and L.A. Kings are all over 100 points. Minnesota, Dallas, Colorado are all at 98. The key here is game than the other two. So Colorado with six games to go instead of five. Uh, but again, everybody's at 98 points. So that's for the division lead uh, in the central wild card race is decently interesting, I guess. Um, Seattle has the top spot, Winnipeg in second at 89 points, and they have played one less game than Calgary, who sits at 87. However, Nashville is kind of floating out there at 86. Uh, St. Louis, if not technically eliminated, is it'll take a miracle and I don't think they have enough games left. <laughs> uh, actually, I can tell you they don't have enough games left to make up the point. So they would be eliminated. Uh, but yeah, so the NL or NL, uh, Western conference, uh, two sports teams playing relevant at the same time. I don't know how to handle it because normally one of my teams is already out of the race by now. Uh, so Seattle, <laughs> Winnipeg, Calgary and Nashville vying for two spots. Again, division race in the Central is interesting with um, Colorado, Dallas, and Minnesota. Vegas should hang on to win the Pacific 104, uh, Edmonton 101, and uh, L.A. at 100. Again, everybody's played the same amount of games there. Now we go to the East, and this is where it gets fascinating. Other than the Atlantic, which has been clinched since like two weeks into the season, Boston has the Atlantic – 
the best record in the Eastern Conference. Don't act surprised because we knew it was coming. Um, secondary in the Atlantic is Toronto and then Tampa. So, okay, that seems pretty locked up. However, what's not locked up is the Metro. Carolina has played one less game than the Devils for 109 points. Devils have just five games to go, or four games to go now, at 106, and New York is at 101. So Devils and Carolina could be interesting down the stretch uh, for the regular season. However, wildcard teams, and this jockeyed around last night after the Devils just destroyed the tuxedo chickens last night. The tuxedo so you're welcome chickens? For that sort of, oh, the penguins. The penguins. Wow. I... <laughs> Uh, so you're welcome, Florida fan that doesn't know anything about hockey. Uh, the tuxedo chicken took a big piping hot L. Dawson Mercer has a hat trick for New Jersey. B Tech Vanacek wins again. Uh, <sighs> anyway, uh, so Florida is now a team that leads the wild card, which is bad news because you get Boston. Or no, you wouldn't get Boston. You would get Carolina, which isn't much better for any wild card team. Islanders at 87 and Pittsburgh at 86. So you have a three-team race for two spots. Everybody has four games to go. Buckle up because somebody's going to be sad at the end of the year when their team just misses the playoffs. It's going to be a bumpy, bumpy ride. But you you look, we'll just pick on New Jersey here because they're my team. We'll talk about their schedule. We'll talk about your schedule, and we'll talk about uh, good old Vegas. The Golden Knights. So we'll talk about New Jersey's schedule. We're down to four games. Here's our game. Columbus, Boston, Buffalo, and Washington. If we don't win three of the four, that's uh, disappointing. <laughs> you should roll Columbus. You should beat Buffalo. And you should beat the Capitals. Now, Saturday night in Boston, anyone's guess. I think they could win it. I really do believe we could end the season winning all four of our games down the stretch, but Boston's good. They've been good all year. Um, <laughs> it's funny, RC and I were talking about the playoffs, and, you know, his Vegas team finally clinched. He talks a lot of smack for somebody that, you know, Hasn't... just became a hockey fanatic like three months ago. Yeah, but, you know, that's the, all right. picked the new franchise team, of course. <laughs> right. But we're talking about it, and he doesn't believe. He thinks Boston will just roll through the East. I absolutely don't. I don't think they – I think the first round they'll get, you know, Florida, Islanders, or Pittsburgh. They should – maybe not as heavy-handedly as people think, but they should get out of the first round. However, if they get Tampa in round two, if Tampa beats Toronto and Boston gets Tampa – that's a tough one to win. Tampa's playoff experience. And so, and, you know, the biased person in me says the Devils will be waiting for them in the Eastern Conference Finals, and you couldn't pay me enough money to say Boston's going to beat us. Because if we get that far, we might as well just win the East and then go win the Stanley Cup. Which would be so, nice for you. But it sure would be. I've never seen a team win a title, for those on the podcast that don't know. I've never seen a pro team of mine, I should say. I've seen. Got to see some college natties. I've seen Got two. To broadcast college natties, so. Actually, I've seen three pro teams of mine win natties or win titles. 
Well, that's three more than I've seen. Sorry. I've seen one team get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think about it. Toronto hasn't won since 93. I wasn't alive in 93. The Facts. Devils haven't won since 2012. I've been a fan since, you know, about 2016, 2017. So. And there you go. The Bears made a title in 06. They yeah, lost, lost, but I was like, literally like eight, seven, something like that. So, yeah. So brag it up about all your championships <laughs> you've seen your team. Well, okay. Because after this year, I'll be able to brag up that I've seen a team win too. Because the Devils are going to win it this spring and uh, early summer, and the Blue Jays are going to win it in the fall. Well, so here's here's Nick's titles before we go back. I saw the Broncos win it, who haven't won or really – even when they lost to the Seahawks, there was almost no hope of winning that title. Even with, I believe, still having Manning. Then you beat Cam Newton to win a Super Bowl. Then I saw, I could I could probably die a happy man. The only thing that I would love to see is Nebraska win a national title. As a sports fan, by the way, dying the happy man. I have seen the Cubs break the streak. And win after 108 years. So there you go. I'm proud of that one. And then I saw the Toronto Raptors win after they said, you know what, Kawhi Leonard, I think it's our guy. And they gave away DeMar DeRozan, and everybody was freaking out. And I was like, you know what, if they win and they win. Well, they won. So there's where I've gone right or wrong in my picks of a sports fan. You guys can take it how you want. Well, here's the thing about your whole uh, Denver thing. <laughs> you got a living legend landing in your lap. Oh, yeah. So don't flex too hard about that one. That's like Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Just that get is... out of the man's way and let him win one. That's true. <laughs> like, honest to, honest to God, just get out of his way and let him win one. Let the man be who he is as a player and just let him run the show. You know, and Peyton Manning, you know, the argument I guess you could make is he would benefit from a good defense because he was on the decline when he went to Denver. Oh, yeah. He was at so, least you know, slowing down. So, mix the good defense with, you know, Manning being Manning enough. You know, he wasn't the same after he left the Colts. But, you know, he was good. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he, he he's the type that, you know, if he goes to the pl- line and wants to call a play, the coach isn't going to argue with him anyway. Oh, yeah. Coaches just going to be like, oh, yeah, sure, do it up. Yeah, also, yeah. Rangers just won, by the way. So it went from 101 to 103. So the go. Devils have a three-point lead with four games to go. So, you know. And the Devils three games back of Carolina, who just jumping topics just randomly here. We're going. I don't know if Carolina plays tonight. See, Carolina does not play tonight. The Devils play the Blue Jackets tomorrow, and Carolina plays the Predators. So we got to hope for a Nashville win. Uh, Yikes. And we got to hope the Blues, who are terrible, beat the Rangers. So we're banking on two bad West Coast teams to help us out. So I figured this out as we're talking about this, because I just lost in another moment (laughs) of – going through this whole showdown case. And for anybody who's an MLB The Show fan, these showdowns suck because they do take some time. I just lost <laughs> another moment, so now I have to go back even to the restart to just face off against Verlander. Well, you know what? We're not doing that. We're going to go try our luck against 
somebody online. Just oh gosh, here we go. We're one and one on the season. Also, it's seven to six. The Oilers are winning, and we're trying a two point conversion for the oh, lead. That and that two point conversion is good. Mm. It's good. Eight to seven. It's in the first quarter, though, because I wasn't doing anything while I was talking about hockey. <laughs> Can I just? I want to start. I Shout wanna... out to Ant Stark Lager, man. So I told you while you figure out what you're doing over there with your game. So I told you I had a good story about go. Land Shark Log. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, that's a, that's, oh, we almost had it. Um, so we have good old Land Shark Lager, the choice of drink tonight. Uh, premium Lager quality island style Lager, you know the good oh, yeah. stuff. The good. Readable Readable Brewing Company, St. Louis, Missouri. Takes me back to the Belize May term. Anyway. Um, so, you know, I've been out of the blue. I'm like, God, land shark sounds really good. And it's Iowa. So hardly anybody has it that I'm aware of. So we're, we're traveling back from St. Louis. Right. And so, you know, you, you stop at Walmart as one does. Okay. You stop at Walmart and you're like, all right, we need a couple snacks. You know, don't really want a burger. Just want something you go get a couple things. There it is. In the booze in the booze section, it is all there's just sitting up there. You know, like in the cartoons where it's like the golden circles around it and the characters oh, yeah. like oh. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. The problem was so you know how old people when they shop in Walmart tend to like meander. <laughs> like they don't pick a side of the aisle, they kinda just mm, Fiddle shit around in the middle of it. Yes, they go into the middle and they just try to pick and choose what they want, and then all of a sudden they just decide, yeah, maybe not. Well, an old man was meandering oh. and just, and you know, I haven't seen Land Shark in oh, I haven't had it in a long time, so I'm I'm going to get it, and I get by him and I pick it up. I thought there was two. There was only one six pack secured. Tough enjoying it we're about halfway through it already um halfway through the six pack or halfway through the beer halfway through the six pack there you go i had two last night i had two last night so i'm still on the first one for the show there you go <laughs> can't say the same um, on yeah, number two my mom, my mom goes you just about ran that guy over <laughs> <laughs> she's like shut up mom I'm like, like oh but i'm like Dude, I don't know if there's any more here. Like, it, I see it. It's time. It's my. It's and if mine. You're just, here's a note for those that shop at Walmart: pick a side of the aisle, man. <laughs> don't meander down the middle of it. <sighs> it's not complicated. You look at one side of the aisle or the other. <laughs> you don't do like <laughs> looking back and forth between the aisles. Yeah, just go through, find your but stuff, and go. If you're shopping for every single aisle, pick a side because you're going to look at all the same crap anyway. Yeah. Oh, so there you go. Landshark Logger was secured, and it was said it was it was worth it. Well, as the land- yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if yeah, good old you know Des Moines Metro has Landshark, but I don't know. I have it'd, to look it'd be for cooler it. If they did. <laughs> I will have to give it a look for because. Won't be able to do it tonight, but I will definitely have to go through and see what we got on on deck. And oh no, Pudge Rodriguez 
about, yep, Pudge Rodriguez just took me deep on the second pitch of the game. Well, that's fun. Justin Verlander on his first online debut has now given up a solo shot bomb. And so we are losing. It's 14-7 in... Jets, by the way. <laughs> well, it's now one to nothing. Um, whoever this person, I forget Some what. Some random rando is kicking your ass, dude. <laughs> They're called the, th- he calls them the Thunders. So we what are. A terrible name. I know, and his uniforms are literally... What is literally, this, like, third grader you're playing? I, what kind of name is that? The Thunders? I don't know, but their uniform, or, like, the guy's uniforms on here is literally just white pants, a plain yellow top, and a yellow helmet. For me, on the other hand, I I am a fan of, as everybody knows this probably now, I'm a fan of prehistoric creatures. I love dinosaurs and shit, so when I bought my first MLB The Show, like, actual game, and, like, started playing, like, True Online. I believe it was MLB 21. I was the Omaha Raptors. And then I was, ah, like, there you go. yeah, so I had the dinosaurs going there. And then afterwards, when 22 came out, I was, like, well, you know, I really don't know who I should be. And I was, like, well, I live in the town of Winterset. And so I was, like, I'm going to keep it just simple. So I went with Winterset, where I was located, and I just picked the Grizzlies. Well, now... I am. I should have did Indianola, but now I am back to good old Omaha, and we are the Sabers, and we got like kind of a Wildcat logo for our team. So I am now the Omaha Sabers. Our uniform choices are red, white, and gray, kind of like ah. Husker unis. I've got white pinstripes, but in this game, I have red, red top, red hat red pants, and then my red jersey has, like, kind of white trim on the back of it, so it's, like, how you would see with, like, kind of an open back for, like, what girls would wear, that, like, open back style. It's just a big white patch on it, so they actually look kind of slick, not gonna lie. I honestly thought you were gonna say your team name was the Pterodactyl. That's the first thing. I don't know why it popped (laughs) into my mind when you're, like, naming the team, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Pterodactyl. I wouldn't go that far. That's a little... In my opinion, that's too far. Oh, my gosh. Well, well, the Oilers just scored. We're about through one quarter, and it's 14-13, pending an extra point. Well, I got out of the inning with only one run, and I just got a base hit on my first swing. So, there we go. Oh, they're going for two. Big play right here. Oh, my gosh. What the hell? I didn't even have him steal, and then he stopped, but he got back to first safely. Thank God he could have made the base, too. Sitting incomplete. Two trope two point tries no good. 14-13 where our score sits. Oilers are losing by one. I just grounded out into a double play. That's just not how we uh, wanted. See it, dude. <sighs> Sports games are my nemesis, man. Like I I have so much fun playing them, but at the same time it's just like I can never be at that level of like how I would actually be. In, like, a full competitive standing, like, I'm not great at basketball at all, but I am much better on the court than I am on 2K. And, like, for... Oh, I'm a joke at 2K. Oh, I suck at 2K. And <laughs> there goes I'm... the inning. Gosh dang it. Oh, wow. That was tough quick. Start. <laughs> you know what else is tough? The St. Louis Battlehawks. Oh, for... Lord, we're going into the XFL. Fool's Day. Did St. Louis so dirty? How so? Touchdown Jets, by the way. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The St. Louis Battlehawks. I have no idea what you just did. Me? 
two point try is good. Yeah, you just made a tick to tick. <laughs> oh, I just I did the J E T S Jets Jets Jets. I just did it super super oh, fast. 20, 22-13 Jets, by the way. Two nothing. J E T S. Jets 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 Jets. Here we go. Two nothing Thunder. I just gave up another nuke. Wow, I can't pitch to save my life. I've been hanging so many fastballs to this kid. How the he can't hit off speed, and I'm just okay. throwing fastballs. Well, Anyways, well, you continue to get lit up over there. Hey, uh, by some rando off the internet. So the <laughs> St. Louis BattleHawks sent out a press release on uh, uh, the first April Fool's Day. Okay, that said they were relocating to L.A. All right, think about it for a pro or a semi-pro football team from St. Louis is relocating to L.A. Where am I? Where am I missing something? Just like here? the Rams. Did. Oh, oh. Like okay, now I'm back on and schedule. So, look at the press release, and you're like, "No way, dude!" You, you remember? It's, you remember? It's the first. You're not. A, you're not a schmuck. You're not one of those schmucks that commented. You know, shame on you, St. Louis, and all this. And but man, that is a low blow. It's not funny, man. It's that not. Was, that was not good. Speaking oh, of okay. week seven, we got to talk about it. We made a meme out of it last time. You made fun of me because I didn't know anything about the XFL. <laughs> Big even though you don't either. <laughs> Did you just get lit up again? Uh, no. Oh, I I got out of the inning and then I just swung at a really shitty pitch and grounded out. God, I hate this game. Way to go, dude. All right, week <laughs> seven scores. Seattle Dragons get it done against the Arlington Renegades 24-15. San Antonio loses to Vegas 26-12. DC's Defenders lose to Orlando Guardians 37-36. And those St. Louis Battlehawks, we just talked about them, pick up the old da-ba-ya, knocking off the Houston Roughnecks 24-15. So what's that mean for the standings? Well, we're going to learn together what that means for the standings. I, I should remember something from last week, but I don't. <laughs> In the XFL North, I know you love this segment, so we had to bring it back. I, I thought it was just funny as hell. In the XFL North, Defenders 6-1, and one, your St. Louis Battlehawks that will stay in St. Louis despite their cruel, cruel joke, 5-2, and two, Sea Dragons 5-2, and two, and the Vipers of Vegas are... Two and five. The much worse XFL South. Roughnecks of Houston four and three. Arlington three and four. San Antonio two and five. And how about the Orlando Guardians? A blistering one and six. Wow. Not gonna make the playoffs doing that. So there you go. That's our XFL discussion. And you know, someday if the XFL holds together for more than five minutes, I might go to a St. Louis Battlehawks. Game. I was gonna say, say we should we should pick teams like we should pick a favorite XFL team. It might have to be St. Louis it, just because they're close. I was gonna say the only one I can pick is St. Louis because that's the only one I have a prayer of going to. Oh, okay. and that's a very light prayer. missed field goal from the Oilers. Oh, not even close. But yeah, you know, slide down there. Almost went to a a city. St. Louis City pro soccer game this last weekend. But tickets were like 130 bucks, and I was like, mm, not today. You were going to go see some grass fairies? 
You Whatever you want to call them, man. <laughs> so we were. I don't down. know what they're. <laughs> I don't know what they're logo, dude. Well, okay, so a lot of people call soccer soccer players grass fairies just because they whine, cry, complain, and everything way too fucking much and flop. And there's there's the well, f bomb for the show, but um, it's well, we saved it real yeah. real nice just for you. We tried, and so. <laughs> There it is. Caught first down. Two minute warning, second quarter, first and 10 at the 16. It's 22 to 13. Boom. It's still Take. two to nothing here. I'm trying to get out of the damn inning. Baby. Oh, I just call it random play. I don't know what it is. Let's, Let's not get this fastball down. Touchdown there. City, babe. Oh, you love to see it. How about another one? Touchdown Jet. We want another Carpen. touchdown. Oh, but well, we, we got 157. You might get your wish. <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. Oh, he's safe. Damn it. Son of a bitch. I can't. Oh, get you out. love it. Two point conversion good, and it's 30 to 13. It sounds oh, like a tough happening? day what? for the for the Houston Oilers. What are you what are you gonna oh, do yeah. about it? Nothing. Play, so, play better, probably. I guess Hopefully. if you can try. But we were down in Alabama, right? And we talked about this last time because I was down there turkey hunting. And so we were staying with a family. And these kids are like 8, 9, around the 8 to 10-year-old range. And so basically, uh, my coworker and I, like soccer is not our sport. We were baseball players. Like, oh, my gosh, I just gave up a three-run bomb, and I couldn't rob it. Oh. I'm losing 5-0 here. We're going to come back. We're Somebody call the Popo. Oh, <laughs> Lord almighty. I can't freaking. This is tough. This is tough. I need some better players. Tough sledding for the uh, baseball uh, mastermind of the podcast. Yeah, no kidding. I can't yeah. play the show to save my life. It's fine. My buddy from Vegas, Kenny, will always tell me that I can't pitch. So, so please get to this ball. Thank you. There we go. All right. So... We were down in Bama, and me and Easton are not a fan of soccer players. And I'm sorry, if you play soccer, that's fine. For professional soccer players, I'm really sorry. You guys are big old babies, and that's a that's a nice <laughs> word for it. Y'all are wow. babies. Wow. Oh, coming in with the high heat. Well, dude, I'll, I'll barely get I'll, – I'll stub my toe on a couch or a wall. That hurts. Barely getting kicked in the shin or just, like, touched with a fingertip, breathed on, falling down, crying, screaming, Mommy, Mommy, come help me. Boy, grow up. Go hike up your big boy pants. Oh, wow. I'm, dude, I'm not a fan of the MLS. Yeah. So, welcome welcome to Nick's strong opinion of the evening. But anyways, we were talking about, like, just terms that him and I use throughout, like, normal, like, the normal day. And so somebody was, or one of the kids was talking about soccer, and Easton called them grass fairies. And it's a term for people who know what it's about. It's just like a kind of a dig on soccer. And so they had never heard that before. And now they have. I been, hadn't heard of that either. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but now those kids have not stopped saying it. They have never heard the term floof before when you're talking about a dog. We said floof oh, for like yeah. two minutes, and oh, now they. They just can't They're stop at that saying age it. Age where every single thing you say is a high influence word oh, for yeah. them. Well, it's a good thing you chose floof and grass fairy <laughs> instead of other 
much more uh, oh, bad work. It could have been a like, lot worse. Also, you want another touchdown? We just got you. 42 seconds to go in the half. Jets score 36-13. You know, I want a home Pending run. The point try. No, dude. I had good timing on that. It's not going to go anywhere. I no, can't dude. score. Oh, he's gonna start. We're gonna start crying. I think he's gonna start crying after that whole diet tribe about how <laughs> soccer players are crying. He's gonna start crying about a video game. He might not cry when he stubs his toe on the couch, but he's gonna cry when he's getting beat online in baseball. Get <laughs> a go, dude! Wow. We hate now he's now he's just trying to calm down internally so you don't accidentally cry on the podcast. I'm just trying not to give up it's another than, nuke in the inning. I'm trying. Any more than you do during, you know, oh, your football season. Because there's a lot of crying there. Yeah. Get up, throw the ball. We oh. have one of the all-time TikToks, though, from that. that. that We need another great TikTok during Husker football season. Oh, we'll get one. <laughs> Trust me. I guarantee you. If you guys haven't seen it, check we out the Tricky Nick channel. We have a podcast on site, man. We, we have do to. a podcast where everybody can like during like I don't know some random ass football game. <laughs> oh, that Jeter! He just dropped the ball. What the fuck? Did okay. Well, oh, I'm pissed oh, that now. Was a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I can hear the frustration now. He's quit talking because he's too busy getting embarrassed on the podcast. I'm I'll talk about some. UConn gets it done in the NCAA men's basketball go. tournament. San Diego State. Whew. What a run. What they an tried, absolute man. run. Oh. What a comeback against Florida Atlantic. Nuts. Yeah. Uh, UConn looked unstoppable every step of the way through the tournament. They did not have a competitive game pretty much the whole tournament. And uh, they turned Miami every which way but loose in the first half. Only end up winning by 13, but that was pretty much all they needed. And then uh, San Diego State, unfortunately for the old Aztecs, did not really stand a chance. Unfortunately. Well, and but I mean, it's a good. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Another one. Ah. Halftime, thirty-eight, thirteen. Adley Rutschman just popped out. Well, word. I am. Here's here's the bad stat line. I said that I'm a very trigger happy person when I play the show. So far, we're in the fourth inning. It's five to nothing. This man has eight hits. I now have zero runs on three hits. This man has thrown 27 pitches through four innings. 22 of them have been strikes. So here's here's my defense. Most of them have been in the zone. I'm putting bad swings on them. You can't hit them. No, but I'm also trigger happy. 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Jeff. What a start to the third quarter. Oh, my Lord. And there goes Darno just getting fisted. Oh my lord! Not to take in the context. A seventy, a seventy-one yard bomb, and the Jets lead forty-four to thirteen. You want to hand me some oh, of yeah. that scoring luck while you're at it in this game? Because holy, well, oh. whatever you just said, we failed the conversion. Thanks to you, Nelson Cruz. He just let me have a base hit with twenty speed. Are you shitting me? What the hell? Yeah, give him an error on that. You bet. Nelson Cruz has twenty speed. Yeah. You bet. He hit Sammy Sosa. Oh. He hit Sammy and then Jeter. I have a whole right-handed lineup. This is not good for Nick. Oh, we took a pitch. Look at that. We know how to do that. 
We took two. 27 through five. That's mathematically like impossible almost. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, we got a base hit. We're not sending Nelson Cruz. We're going to stay with bases loaded and two outs. You got 20 speed. We're holding you. Oh, oh, boy. Big spot. Bases juiced down by five. Oh, one I have. swing of the bat could make it a one-run game. No, it's not because I've got Aaron Hicks on the mound, and he just put in Ryan. He put in a closer. He put in Ryan Presley in the fourth inning. Who does this man wow, think he is? Big moment. Well, he doesn't have confidence in your hitting for the win. Well, I just whiffed on a circle change that I could have put in the gap. That's wonderful. And he put a fastball at the bottom of the zone. We're giving you a whole Twitch stream here, folks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What is he going to throw next? He went change of fastball. There we go. Oh, Aaron Hicks. No way. Get in the gap. Oh, is it gone? No, it didn't even get it got in the gap, but he caught it because Aaron Hicks doesn't have power on bronze. Son of a bitch. Well, I had bases loaded. Yeah, and say, now we got to make the JC, JC and Nick uh, Twitch stream. You love to hear it. Matt 95 and my game the show. From before I was born. I was going to say, I'm going to play a game that uh, no one on Twitch has even heard of. Oh, man. I... I'm going to drink my land shark and be damn proud of it, so. We were at a comedy show with Audrey's parents the other night, and one of the the last comedian comes up, and he's just, I'd probably say 44, maybe 46 years old. That's, like, very specific, I know. That's but oddly specific. I know. Okay. He didn't, he might have been, I don't really know. He was kind of like a middle-aged person from 40 to 50. And so... He was sitting, excuse me, wow. He was sitting there talking about how his kid is at that age where it's like everything that you say goes against him, and it's like you just shoot him or punch him in the hammy and give him a Charlie horse to where it's like, buddy, go clean your room. Oh, like you get hit in the hammy or like you get a cramp and you're just like, yeah. And so he's he's sitting there talking about it, and then he goes, COVID was a killer, man. COVID sucked, and we were all just sitting there. He goes, you ever just go watch, go downstairs and ask what your kid's doing? And he's like, hey, you want to come sit down and watch this with me? And you're watching a grown man play video games on the other side of the TV. You're watching That's going to be us, dude. Yeah, you're watching somebody else <laughs> play of one, video you games. Get two on, you get two for the price of one on this Twitch stream, oh. even though on Twitch is free, probably. I don't know. <laughs> well, you can't That's get paid you for do. subscribers. You, you make you make it happen, and I'll play 95, man. Well, we might have to make that we're gonna happen. Have an off, we're going to have to make an off-brand the JC and Nick. You'll love to see it. Oh, 40, 30, wheels, 20, 10, 5. How about another one? Touchdown, Jet. Good Lord. Oh, the wheels. Get it done. This time, an 80-yard bomb. Oh, boy. 50-burger. It's 50 to 13. Well. It is now two outs in the top of the fifth. I am making this light work for this man. I'm trying my absolute hardest. Nick Lope or Nicky Lopez, come on, give me something here. I've I got... love we, what we've got going here is great too because your game you're losing at and my game I'm winning at. <laughs> well, I just ended the fifth on four pitches. That's not how you want to start. How? Because I can't hit. <laughs> it's so Ow. it's so bad, dude. That's so almost amazing how bad here's, he is. Oh, you. <laughs> here's here's what happens. 
I get trigger happy, but at the same time, I start I start playing it through my head. I'm like, all right, what's he going to throw? What's he going to throw? What's he going to throw? But at the same time, it's like you would think that a baseball player from real life can sit at a video game and say, oh, look, I can time this up. No. Seeing it on a video game sometimes is a lot harder just because you have to, like, you can't see the seams truly, and some people probably can. I definitely cannot. But it's like, I am staring at this, trying to pick up the pitch, and then it's like, by the time it gets halfway across the computer screen, I'm still not swinging at something. Or the pitches that I do take are the actual strikes that I should be hitting that I normally hit in real life, and I'm like, this is just effing dumb. So, welcome to Nick's... Welcome to Nick's rant. How? Oh, and there... Oh, that's in the gap. That's not gone. I thought that was gone. Nope, it is gone. Nope, nope, off the wall. Oh. Okay, well... Yay, we held it in the park. It's still only five to nothing. <laughs> Kill me. Oh, touchdown. oh, he dropped it. That was a touchdown. The Oilers just dropped a wide open tutty. What uh, are you doing? Fifty three to thirteen. I also with like minutes to go in the third. I also have nobody with power on my team, like at all. Like nobody on my team has power. I think the biggest power that I have is Travis Darno. Adley Rutschman and maybe Sammy Sosa, but otherwise I've got no power on my team. I barely have a bullpen that's able to get me through half of a game. So I still need to uh, you sound like you're in a in a struggle bus. It is. I still need to actually grind this out and start getting some better players. And like we talked about, it's tough to grind this game out, man. Because I mean you have to sit here and you have to go through so many moments, like collections, like all this shit. So once you get a good team, you better stick with it or you better buy it in that first weekend. You better not leave your house because if you don't leave your house, he's gone. He's gone. Sixty-five yard touchdown. Let's go. Good lord. Oh yeah. All right. Sixty-five yard touchdown, Jeff. And just like that, it's fifty-eight to thirteen. Adley Rutschman's gonna get a hit. We swing and a miss on a curveball. Swing and a miss. We pop two out point a, try is good. It's sixty thirteen. We pop it foul on a fastball down the center of the plate. We take a ball. Let's go. Oh boy, here we go. And Adley Rutschman with a ground out because I swung at a curve at the bottom of the zone that was just too far out. Let's see. Wow, Ryan Presley has fourteen pitches through. I think an inning and a third. <laughs> 12 of them have been strikes. Two are balls. That's bad. That's a ball. That's three balls now. We're working. We're going to work some counts here. Not when it's a fastball. That's ball. what you said last time before you took, like, the next three pitches were contacting out. Yep, and I swung and missed at the only fastball I was probably going to get the at-bat. This is... Oh, Darno, down the... Oh, that's foul. That was going to be a double. No... Oh, the struggle bus is real. Swinging a miss on a slider in the middle, or kind of at the bottom half of the zone. Well, there's two outs in the inning. This is just not looking. Why am I swinging at that? Nick. Well, this is just. There you go. You're getting a preview of what it would be like with (sighs) JC and Nick for the greatest Twitch stream of all time. Nelson Cruz. That ball is too popped up, but it was good timing. Son of a. Biscuit. Well, there you go. It's the end of the sixth. 
I think <laughs> if we keep this podcast rolling, we'll be going two hours just to see who finishes the game. So do we got any any other anecdotes or stories to go through before we call her quits for the night? Well, you know, in St. Louis, I talked to several people about the rule changes, and everybody was in agreement that speeding the game up is stupid. Dude. Um, oh, we didn't talk here's about... Here's the thing. I was going to say... We missed the one key component to the rule change of speeding it up is how it affects those at the ballpark. Because think about it. If you buy tickets to see the Cubs, you expect to make an afternoon out of it, right? Oh, 100%. You don't go to be like, let's speed this up and get me out of here. There was a game that was two hours, not one of mine, fortunately, but there was a game this year that was two hours and three minutes. So you figure you get there an hour early. That's still only three hours. So we're sitting here and, you know, baseball is a social sport. You talk to people because, you know, the action sometimes is limited. I'll just say it. I love baseball. But there's times where the action's a little. eh, Oh, yeah, it's hard. But that's the thing I think everybody missed the boat on is you shorten the ballpark visit by a lot. And two-point conversion's good. Jets are winning. Let's see here. How much are we winning by? Oh, it's into the third quarter, too. 68 to 13. Um, but that's one thing. I didn't even think about it. And as somebody, you know, that's got three different series I'm going to this year. Yeah. You know, you if pitching's good, your game's not going to be more than two and a half hours. Like, if both pitchers are on, this game's going to just go... Yeah, and you're going to be quick. in and out of the ball. You're going to spend more time waiting for the game to start than the game's actually going to be played. Like, if you get there two hours ahead of time, you're literally going to spend more time waiting for the game to start than the game is to play. And that's not good. No, it's not. Because, I mean, I'm going to Wrigley in August. We have that trip all set up. And I believe we're we're at least going to one game. But the parents were going to buy the tickets if we were going to go to two, like for everybody, just because we at least wanted to buy them one for the prize. And so we did that. We have one for them that we bought, and then I think they bought two. So we plan on trying – I at least plan on going to both days because I would love to go tour Chicago a little bit, which I'll still get to do, but I want to so, go see some baseball. Is this your first time in Wrigley? <laughs> yes. This is actually my – this is only my second so, time at an MLB game officially. Here's – you're a prime example of the problem I have with speeding the game up. This is your first time there. You're going to want to, you know, I don't know, soak it in more than like sit down, grab a beer, and, you know, not have any time to wander around before the game's yeah. done. I just, if you're like me. Because I, I, you know, there's people that are their ass glued to the seat when the game starts. And that's great, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I, 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 I tend to wander around the sports venues probably more than most. But if you want to do any of that, it's cut down to two and a half hours, maybe. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. there are plenty more problems that I, because like, I'm, I'm just fine with going to the game. Like to me, being able to go say that I've actually been at Wrigley, like I've sat, got to see the Ivy while it's green. Like I've been to a Cubs game. Like that's all I'm wanting to do. Like I, right. my time at the ballpark, if it's limited, it's limited. I'm fine with that. Like I'm just going to see a game. Holy crap. I need to start taking pitches. I have had so many first pitch outs. It's freaking insane. It's five to Touchdown nothing. Touchdown, Jet. 
Five nothing in the eighth, and as I say that, I just lined a first pitch base knock in the left field. Ryan or Tim Kelly oh, is my top yeah. guy right now. But it's like I, oh, yeah. I'm just excited for the experience. Like I'm definitely there to see the ballpark and like see everything. But it's like I'm, I'm gonna be there to to just watch the game and enjoy it. My problem 76 is seventy six to thirteen. Good lord, send some of that luck my way here, big boy. No, that's a nick. Just stop swinging the bat, <laughs> you stupid. My problem with speeding up the you game is <laughs> speeding up the game to me is really one of those things to where it's like, okay, and that was a fastball right down the middle, and that's the one I don't swing at. I'm so dumb. And I swing at a change well, up down you know, the line. I understand why they're doing it because the younger generation can't pay attention, but the generation you're pandering to doesn't like baseball to start with. Yeah. You're not going to make them like it by speeding the game up. And I will say this, you know, you're, you're you know, not going to make him like it by putting a runner at second base like it's T-ball. Yeah, that like that is the dumbest rule change of all of them. <sighs> the pitch clock touchdown jet, by the way. The uh, pitch clock, we had a home know, run. We had a home run by Adley Rutschman. We didn't get shut out. It's five to two. But then I ended the ending immediately after. That's wonderful. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. so good, there, buddy. No, it's not good at but all. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I don't know. Baseball is social, man. Most sports are, but I don't know, man. Cutting it down to two hours and three minutes is uh, a little extreme. 84 to 13. Good Lord. I can't even, I can barely buy a friggin' base hit sometimes. Well, am I, this is my biggest thing. I guess is what I'm trying to say is you're taking, you're taking away a lot of the game that makes it so good. Cause like, Pete Alonzo the other day was the trying drama. to. Yeah. Pete Alonzo was. You don't have the drama of the at bats of, you know, sorry to cut you off, but you don't have the drama of the at bats of the batter can, you know, spin, you know, spin around and do whatever, check the gloves, check the, check the package, check the helmet, yeah. you know, do the whole gamut of shit that makes the, you know, that enhances the drama. Now it's, if this game's on the line, you've got eight seconds to get your ass in the box. Well, I mean, I was, whether you got high heat, if you got high heat thrown at your head, don't give a shit. Get back in the box. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I will say this: I don't. Did I just turn a double play? I think I did. No, I did not. Um, <laughs> I will say this: in some cases, I understand the if you're gonna if you got high heat thrown immediately at your head because that I think that happened earlier this season so far. Like somebody got high heat and immediately had to step back in the box because they were like, "I've yep. got 20 seconds. What the hell am I supposed to do?" So then yep. that just takes away of all the – and I just gave up another run. It wasn't a home run, but I just gave him another run. Son of a bitch. Um, but that just takes the time of, okay, so you're – as a, oh, my gosh, what the hell am I doing? I just threw it around the park. What the f- – okay, well. <laughs> the ability to multitask and play uh, NH or N- – MLB, Jesus, easy for me to say, is not very high with this one. The ability to <laughs> just even play MLB the show was never high high with this one. It's seven to two going into the bottom of the ninth. But anyways, oh, as I was saying, put on the rally cap. Yeah, that easy. Oh, you have so open. You have eight seconds to get back, or you have this many seconds to get back in the box. All right, I get that because in some cases, you kind of. 
need to speed up the process. Like Manny Machado the other day was literally taking his dear sweet ass time before he got ejected and called for an out. Like, I get that. You don't need to be standing there for 30 minutes putting on your batting gloves. Like, yeah, you need a, you need a little time to brush off the situation. You need to be able to, like, kind of sit, relax, think, like, what the hell is going to happen next? Like, I get that. But trying to get people back in the box in 20 seconds, it's like, dude, that is insane. You have no time to think. You got no time, like you said. If you get brushed high and in, you've got no time to do anything. So what you're really not speeding up anything. Like, granted, the pace of play is going a little bit quicker, but you're not speeding up anything. If anything, you're just screwing with the game so bad that players can't even have a chance to think. And there goes the you know, game because Derek Jeter just flew out. Oh, wait. Um, that was a base knock, and he's got thrown out at second. Oh, he was safe. <laughs> Hustle doubles for the win. Wow, what is happening? I don't know. Wow. Uh, Jeez. And Aaron Hicks. 92 like, to 13, by the way. Oh, my gosh. I'm, dude, this guy's throwing 103. His closer. Yeah, Ryan, and you know, the other part we oh talked about with the, you know, in St. Louis was, you know, drop the blackout rule. If you actually want to make your game better, don't black your stuff out. Yeah. Because if people are buying tickets, I'm going to buy a ticket whether I can watch the game or not. And, you know, I'd like to, you know, be able to, I don't know, watch my team. And if you watch your team, that's going to make you want to go buy more tickets. And more tickets means more money for the MLB. They're already paying. They're already paying for the MLB TV. It can't be this complicated, can it? No, it really can't be. And, I mean, that's the thing, too, is like. They sure make it seem complicated. All they want is just to have you spend your money. And I just don't get it. I'm not a fan of. Not well, f- man, spend the money, great, but if you're stupid enough to black out the stuff, and like in Iowa, you get like six different teams you can't even watch. Who in Iowa is watching Colorado religiously? To anybody like, that okay, I know, Milwaukee, nobody. Minnesota, you know, Minnesota, Milwaukee, Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City is a stretch to me, but sure, those teams, whatever. Colorado? Like, it's dumb. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't need to watch Colorado at all. It's like that's not what I'm. Well, yeah, because that's that's the blackout. Now you don't get to watch Colorado. Yeah. Also, two thirty-seven to go. You wanted a hundred piece. Oh my! Touchdown, two-point conversion, a hundred to thirteen, dude. We'll have, to, we'll have to. I'll send you all these pictures in the AM for our for our wonderful social media site, which we're. You know, we're trying to do better. And by we, I mean me, because I am awful at it. Even though I've got a brand new Instagram, and you guys should definitely check it out. Me and my, like, 37 followers. We'll, we'll get you on on a course for the good old <laughs> JC Covert Graham. So, you know, it's, it's what we do around here. <laughs> oh, yeah. But living the life of the Graham, man. Oh, that's a sack. 14 yards. 227 to go in the game, 113. Uh, I was going to say, I don't think I really got anything 
I can't really start another game of the show or of online because it might take too long, and I don't got enough pitching for that, and I can't hit worth a damn. So we might just play a quick moment. But I mean, otherwise, I really don't got much else to say. We've talked about the the or the pace of play in MLB. It's nobody's happy about it. If you are happy about it, I want to know why you're happy about it because that's just brutal. And also, we've been on the show for an hour and 40 minutes, which is not our not our longest show ever. Definitely not our shortest by any means. So without further ado, do we got anything else to talk about for the evening before well, we... Well, you know, we got to get that Twitch going, man. We do, man. That would be fun. Just getting getting set up, playing some games with the boys, and just rocking it out. I would, I'd be here for it. By the way. I, I would be as well. All right, I'm trying to speed this game up to, you know, see if we can get more than 100 points, but they just refuse to not just run the ball, run the timeout, man. Turn the ball. Oh, I missed a sack. Oh, that's not a first down, though. I got to hit a home run. Box running, 140. Oh, oh, here we go. Third and seven for him. We might have to wait. My cat is a... about to get. Oh, but no, it's. <laughs> I think it's been a good episode for us. I mean, we dove into or we dove into a couple of controversial topics. We've been sitting here trying to grind out our games and seeing what we can do. For some, it was better than others, and by for some, better than others. I mean, JC was dominating. Nick just got absolutely trashed and just thrown around like a rag doll. So, without further ado, Houston scored. It's one hundred and nineteen. No. no. How dare you let them score? Good. Oh, baby. Wow. That means I just got 122 to score another one. Oh, boy. Well, we reached 100 bomb on the podcast, so we might leave it. I think we're going to leave it at that. So, without right, well, further we'll ado. post to social media what ends up happening. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. It'll be on the Instagram. <laughs> it'll be on the TikTok. We got a couple of clips coming out your way. Nick has 40, the day off 50. on Friday. He's got the sideline. Oh, oh, no. He cut back. Damn. Oh, just about to kick off back to the 38-yard line. Oh, this is this is exciting stuff now. JC, you're trying to end the podcast, stuff. but he just he just can't do it right now. <clears throat> Going for the end zone. God, it's another one. Touchdown. There we go. Oh, with one ten to go, you love to see it. We might not be done scoring yet either. <laughs> you the- love to see it. <laughs> 106 to 21. This has been great. This most drawn out uh, ending to a podcast we're ever going to see. Two point tries, good. 108 21. Oh, the please. cat is making me nervous. You get away from the cord. Just give me a, give me an onside kick. If you get the onside kick, we'll stay on for the end oh, of the show. If you don't onside kick for the chance to stay on <laughs> the ball, it was. Get there! We got it! We no, got it. you're we shitting me. Oh, you're so, you're so like, God damn it, I don't want to get it again. Oh, here we go. Tutty, got it. Touchdown 106, baby. <laughs> no way. Here we go. Oh. 114 counting, still 66 seconds. To oh, go. my Lord. I don't even know. If the you... greatest ending to a podcast all time. Oh my gosh! Going for two. Got it. It's good. It's good. One sixteen. Holy shit! If you get to twenty-one, so what? What would keep going here for the final one hundred six? 
you know, we're always looking for entertaining people to interview. Oh, you know, yes. We have oh, yeah. blast, as you can hear on the show, Onside Kick. <laughs> All that ball's out, too. No oh, way. Oh, they got it back. Oh, damn. But, yeah, so we got 102. They'll probably bleed the clock. Doesn't matter. 116 to 21. That's impressive. You know, be sure to email yes. the covert show at gmail.com. We're on, you know, oh, we picked it off. We're on Twitter. You picked um, it you know, off. You pick, picked it off <laughs> at our 27 <laughs> yard line with 52 seconds to go. Poor Houston. Here we go, boys. They just want to end the game. Big play. <laughs> big play right here. Oh, there's coverage on him. Incomplete. 46 seconds to go. Um, what else do we have? We got the Graham. I've got Graham now. He does. I don't know if it's deep. You call it Graham Instagram? Yeah. I don't know. What he's the got the Graham. Call it. I uh, I don't really know have much to say. There it is. JC's a dime in there. Down to the 33. Here we go. 39 seconds. And Houston calls a timeout. You're down 95 points. Why are you calling a timeout? Why are they calling a timeout? I don't get that. I was expecting you to call a timeout. <laughs> And it's not called off. Oh. All right, boys. So here we go. I'll, while JC's trying to score a hundred and thirty points here, one seconds to go. Dropping back. He's rolling. He's rolling. He's still rolling. There's nothing. There's nothing. The quarterback's gonna have to take off and get out of bounds. No go game. Twenty-one oh. seconds. To go. Oh. Just heave the ball. Twenty-one seconds to go. Sixteen to twenty-one. We're waiting here. We're waiting in suspense. Also, right. if you've made it to the hour and 44 and listened to this whole Bro, entire shit show for two games, if you've made it through JC's dominating performance in Madden 95, if you made it through Nick's horrible performance in MLB The Show 23, we applaud you. You are a special Fourth listener. He's wide open. Touchdown Jets with 11 seconds to go. No way. The worst show of sportsmanship of all time. <laughs> Oh, that's like when people had college football, like 2008, and you could pass for days, and Weber State came up on your on your schedule, and you just ran the score. 124 to 21 with 11 seconds to go. Onside kick time, boys. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, this has been the most exciting last 10 minutes of the podcast, the glorified play-by-play. Here we go. You truly have beaten a this team is- by 100. Here we go. Not yet. That ball's loose. It's bouncing around. He fumbled it. Oh, and they got it back with seven seconds to go on their 36-yard line. If they throw the One ball, point. I'm going to be sad. If they throw the ball and you pick it off, you better He's take it out. He's no. in shotgun. No way. Takes the snap. Drops back. Tipped up into the air. Incomplete. Oh, God. It would have been picked on their 33-2. One last play. 124 to 21. Three seconds to go. Oh, my. In the gun. Why are they passing? Long time Just run. Snap. Drops. Rolls. Stepping. Throwing. Caught, but he's not going to score. Final. 124 to 21. Let's talk some stats before we wrap this bad boy up. <laughs> okay. We're, I'm invested. So, the Oilers had the ball. Get this. 14-56. Oh my! Compared gosh. to the Jets, had it for five oh four. You had five minutes of offense and scored one hundred and twenty four points. For 100, six first 
touchdowns. The Oilers had 17. But here's where we make it up. 931 yards of passing, 21 of 36. Compared to 284, we had one one singular rushing yard, which was that quarterback bootleg, by the way. Uh, they had 138, so 932 total yards of offense. Holy um, shit. Yeah. Safe to say that's pretty good. Safe to say that is better than pretty good. Safe to say that's an assault on the Houston oil industry. <laughs> oh, well, man. It's called a uh, big dub, son. It's called a big dub. Well, with that, I think the final long out drawn and ending is underway here. So JC's got good old Instagram. Nick's got good old Instagram. We both follow the covert show. We'll both get tagged in the next post that we throw out. And also in case that you are wondering, yes, the covert show has Instagram. The covert show has TikTok. Oh, I forgot about TikTok. Yeah. The Culvert Show's got TikTok, and we've got Facebook as well. We're trying to get all three back to back to booling here, as the good old kids say. So if you see our social medias, make sure you give us a like, give us a follow. If you guys are new to the podcast, this is what you get. You get an hour and 40 minutes of basically <laughs> pure random-ass shit. So if you're here for that, and you've the got... The last 25 of it's been basically play-by-play <laughs> play of two games. Yeah, <laughs> we we have a lot of stuff to talk about that's smart stuff, and then we just it. get to our dumbness. So if you guys have long car rides and just want a good podcast to kind of pass the time, we got you. If you want to listen to two blabberheads talk, we got you. So there you go. But without further ado, we will sign off for the evening at an hour and 48 49 minutes as we go here. Welcome to the Covert Show if you guys are new. Thank you for listening if you guys are returning fans and favorites. And we will see you all next time.